0: happy Cinco de Mayo everyone and if you're listening on Saturday hope you had a good one listening this weekend whatever guys thank you so much for joining me on Buff Hub a Buffalo Rumblings podcast I hope I'm joining you right after some delicious Mexican food and some tequila Coronas Coronaritas you name them Um, I had myself a great time earlier we had a huge potluck at work with all kinds of it wasn't just Cinco de Mayo with, you know, Mexican food. We had Peruvian food, Puerto Rican food. We had Taco Bell. Uh, it was a good time. I'm sure a lot of you guys had a, always have something planned for the evening. Maybe you're catching me before you actually head out. Well, hope you have a great night. Um, but for those of you that are kind of tuning down here as I am, thank you for joining me. Um, definitely an interesting week once again, uh, being a Bills fan, where, you know, we're talking about again the Dalton Kincaid, Pick. I mean, I have no, I have nothing but good things to say about him. I have nothing but good things to say about. Um, I, I guess how things have kind of settled as as the idea of having a double tight end set, uh, you know, is is you know one of those things. I believe that I think the Bills have been trying to do it for de- <laughs> forever. Um, and again, now here we are at at a point in time where the Bills are looking for answers to get over the get over the top. Right and and look, the fact is the AFC is absolutely stacked. Um, We want to go in with the highest of expectations as Bills fans, but you know sometimes we need to be (laughs) mediated. Um, You know whether it be from other fans of you know other teams or um, even people that we know from the from our own fan base, right? To you know come down from this cloud that is. Free agency, you know, the draft, and and really think about, number one, the bills have a stellar offense right now. They have a stellar defense, a lot of firepower on both sides. I think the only reason it's easy to get your panties in a bunch is because, well, <laughs> every other team is doing everything they can as well to try and match up against Kansas City. Kansas City literally took down. I think one of the most dominant Philly teams we have seen in decades. Um, single-handedly just dismantled them in the Super Bowl. Uh, say what you will, you know, whether if it was fixed or, you know, everyone always has a theory or whatever have you. But the fa- the proof is in the pudding. Um, Kansas City has the formula. Um, Buffalo has beaten them. Buffalo did not face them in the playoffs. We ended up, you know, getting stuffed, um, you know, with, with the game plan from Cincinnati, and here we are. Uh, sitting with a bitter taste in her mouth in in this offseason and trying to make sense of what is next. Um it feels that way a lot of the time. But um I think it's important to, you know, really think about, okay, there's a lot that it took for the Buffalo Bills to get to this point. Um, speaking about this draft though, I mean, look, I, I have nothing I have nothing to say but, you know, pretty good things. I, I think it was a solid draft. I don't think it was Amazing, um, I think it's going to be one of those drafts where we're going to look back and we're going to think, okay, where did the steal where did the steel come from? where is is this going to be one of those years where the free agents are the ones that are going to, um, you know, really stick out? You look last year. I mean, when when the Bills ended up snagging Christian Benford, right? Um, this was a guy that you know some people really. I think zero people hadn't had them had him on their radar, and he you know waltzes in and has an and it has an amazing, uh, couple of games where you know he really sticks out on film, um, and you look at what the Buffalo Bills did. Um, look, let's start here, right? Dalton Kincaid. I'm gonna go down the list from round one to round seven here. Um, you know, really in retrospect, looking at the first two picks for the Bills, it just felt like it was coming. They they needed beef on offense. And and again, some people are saying, well, you know, you bring a guy like Dalton Kincaid in to open up the passing lanes down the middle. Yes, you do. But let's let's rewind a little bit and think about something. There was little to no tape on Dawson Knox. There's a substantial amount of tape on Dalton Kincaid coming out of the draft. Um, We saw Dawson Knox really emerge um in the first couple of seasons we were and, and we were just completely dumbfounded that, you know, the Buffalo Bills were able to find him out of Ole Miss and he has been a blessing. Uh I always I always think about him and, you know, his family. God bless you, Dawson, if you're ever listening. Um and I love Dawson Knox. I've always said I wish Dawson Knox had a guy on the other side, you know, to just help him in that room. <laughs> it just feels like uh, you know, Tommy Sweeney's great for the run game. Um, I think he's grown a lot, don't get me wrong, but I just think that, you know, getting over this hump, right, you're, th- you're thinking about having more of a diverse and effective um, offense. This is where Kincaid really becomes interesting because he gives you that athletic ability uh, that Knox has uh, potentially e- even more. But we're going to see how much they actually involve him, and this is this is, again, why I said, you don't really need a wide receiver, too. I've said this for <laughs> seasons. Like if you get a guy at the tight end position that is demanding a double coverage, you look at look at what happens. I mean, look at George Kittle, look at Travis Kelsey. It is a it is an absolute nightmare for defenses to deal with, especially if once they start to learn how to block in the run game. Um, now moving on here, cause I can talk for ages about the double tight end set. I'm really proud of that. It's a point that I made a while back and here we are Let's hopefully they, uh, they use that now, Osiris Torrance. I just feel like this was a guy who just basically <laughs> fell in Buffalo's lap, um, run blocker, wide guy. Um, I, I think that, you know, it's going to be one of those things. What, what, what do they want him to really do? in this offense, be a Jack of all trades as ideal, obviously. But, um, what are they going to be demanding out of him at the guard position? You know, the Buffalo bills have had a lot of trouble trying to shuffle around the offensive line on who fits where. Um, and it's going to be interesting, you know, because there's a lot, there's a lot of trouble with Spencer Brown right now, you know, with looking at how he struggled last year, um, Where do you line him up? Is he going to be right tackle? I mean, it's just... There's a lot of questions at the offensive line that hopefully this plugs the boat up a little bit to where you're not seeing it sink. And he starts to at least fill a void that the Buffalo Bills desperately need. Um, Moving on here, Tulane, Dorian Williams. I'll tell you one thing right now. He was not on my list of anything I thought the Bills would go after. Um, I think... This is a pick where I think they're going to try to fill the position of the special teams. I don't think he's going to start right away. I think he could start maybe year end of year two into year three, depending on how uh, Bernard ends up, you know, faring. Uh, I think they've talked a lot about bringing him at the middle and Dodson. Uh, Tyrell Dodson is a guy that uh, you know very quick, has a lot of burst, has a lot of um, spunk. A guy that you want to see develop and do well, maybe hasn't truly had his chance, um, but we're going to find out what this kid's really made of and how they want to utilize him. If, you know, I, I disagreed heavily on Twitter. Some guys had something to say to me about what I had to say, but I really don't care. I mean, honestly, you can't just sit here and tell me, um, you know, that Brandon Bean maybe just missed. He whiffed on this Edmonds uh, you know, you know, development. I, I just, I just can't see how you can just basically act like it was kind of his fault that he didn't fit. I, I just, I disagree. I, I just really feel that Tremaine Edmonds gives you the athletic ability and size and, um, you know, (laughs) it factor that Fred Warner has and losing him was tough. And I don't think, I don't think there's any way we're going to be able to replace him unless we're just bringing like, you know, a a shuffling the the linebackers in and out like every other down. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be hard to find a guy who can really play the mic and force a guy like Tua to really throw the ball right on the money. Now it's going to be easier. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. They don't have Mike Gesecki, but they got weapons and a lot of, a lot of other teams do too. When Gusecki in New England now. All right, moving on here to Justin Shorter. Um so this was I you know we're having fun on Twitter a lot with uh talking about these guys and he's huge. I mean, this guy's a he's a, he's a behemoth, you know. Um this is a guy that I think I hate to say it, the Bills would have to trade Gabe Davis for this guy to see the light of day. I just I don't see them wanting to do that. I think this is more the, more of a depth move than anything, maybe try to develop him in the practice squad. I, I I would be shocked if he makes the active roster. If they do, um, I don't even anticipate that uh, Ken Dorsey would know how to utilize him immediately. That's just my personal opinion. Um, but I love I love everything about him. I love the size six five. He's huge. He's massive. <laughs> People are call, we're calling him Justin, Metcalf, you know, Metcalf already. Um, now moving on here to Nicholas Broker. Um, out of Mississippi in the seventh round, so you know, definitely a guy that was basically on just a few people's radar, and you know, this is one of the things you have, you have guys that you get you get them late, but this is where you just you just don't know until you see him in action. Big guy plugs the hole. Um, I think the Bills are really working on um, getting guys that can just fit, and. One thing that really stuck out to me is this guy has shown consistency in his attendance. Um, you know, he didn't miss one game in four years at Ole Miss. And he's, he's shuffled from left tackle and left guard. And this is a guy who has that versatility. We don't know. Offensive line is one of those, I don't know how to say it, but it you can't really figure it out until... You see them in action. Here's where a lot of people, next pick here, Alex Austin in the seventh round. This is where a lot of people get, you know, maybe we got to steal. Um, you always feel that way in a draft. You always feel that way. Maybe this guy is going to have a big chip on his shoulder. And that's what I love about the draft is when you get guys that have a massive chip on their shoulder because of, you know, they felt like they started a bunch they've done a ton just to get into the league and they maybe just didn't have everything um in their arsenal uh you know to you know really outshine other guys that were on his team but he's big he's 6-1 um this this is a guy that you know he he can he's he's played the other the others on the other side of the field in offense so um, look, I, th- I think this is a guy who makes a difference in the future. I think it's some someone to definitely keep your eye on as we go into OTAs and minicamp. Um, but look, guys, you know this is going to be a very interesting ordeal on what will take fold as far as this Bills team and forming its newfound identity. And I think that newfound identity is bringing that double tight end set like I talked about last week. Um, I just wanted to talk more about, obviously, we're waiting for all these, all the other rounds to kind of ramp up and get going and get finished. And um, So thank you for tuning in this week on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I was looking forward to talking about these guys and giving you my spiel. Super excited for what's to come. Um, oh, and don't forget <laughs> Big Puna Ford. Uh, we're going to talk a lot next week about all these signings and everyone that's, things are starting to get solidified as the Buffalo Bills, uh, get ready to go to, uh, you know, training camp and all that jazz as, you know, things are starting to move on with the season, but it's going to be interesting guys. So hang in there. Uh, Buffalo rumblings. We got you, um, tune into the rest of these shows on the channel and, um, guys, again, it's been an honor always, uh, you know, being supported on this podcast. To all the military and first responders out there, I salute you. Thank you for all that you do for our country and our communities. You guys stay healthy out there. Look out for each other. Be safe. Go Bills.